welcome to this week's episode of the Stumbling Through Podcast, episode 14. I'm your host, Robert, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Antonio. Unfortunately, Kaylin wasn't able to make it to this week's episode, but she'll be back like normal next week. On this episode, we delve more deeply into some pop culture topics that are trending at the moment. We hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll talk to you after. Sick. All right. We are live. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, It's going to be a little bit different than previous weeks as Kaylin is not here. Sad. Sad. Uh, Sad day. (laughs) Unfortunately, she will not be in this session, but she will be back next week. But the show must go on. Yes, it must. <laughs> Even though we've stopped it multiple times for multiple weeks in a row, yeah. but you know what we mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we decided this. Uh, we spent the last thirty or forty minutes trying to figure out a topic, and it's uh, a little bit more difficult <laughs> than we thought. So we just kind of decided on discussing pop culture. So that's what we're getting into today, and just as a preface we're not the most well-versed on all of these topics. <laughs> so understand that and take our opinion with a grain of salt. Yes. It's most of this conversation is going to be opinionated versus factual. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. These are our thoughts. This is how we feel. If you agree with us, wonderful. If not also, we don't care. I'm just kidding <laughs> No, but yeah, so we got, couple different topics we'll be talking about i think it's gonna be fun oh yeah no definitely i think it'll be cool and i think yeah yeah (laughs) you go ahead (laughs) i was trying to like figure out a good way to transition into the first topic but um i totally like blanked out on that and i forgot all good all good well (laughs) since we don't have a transition you might as well just jump into it. it all right so this story came out, what, like three, four days ago? Sometime, I think it was sometime over the weekend, maybe Friday. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of articles from today because I think today they made the actual ruling about like, or I think the U.S. made the ruling on who's going to actually be on their team. Uh, so then there's a gotcha. bunch of articles about it coming out today. But it's basically gotcha. the, hopefully we're pronouncing this right, Shakari Richardson... Um, Antonio hasn't listed here as <laughs> weed Olympics, <laughs> which maybe <laughs> it was the easiest way to put it in the chat without us having to type out an entire sentence. Yes. It says weed Olympics. I'm sorry, <laughs> but she's like, if you don't know already, uh, she is a sprinter for USA track and field and she had won a race to like go on to the Olympics and then she'd gotten caught for having weed in her system. Now, I don't know if it was like the day of her competition or if it was like a few days before or after, but either way, she got hit for having uh, cannabinoids in her system. It's so lame. Yeah. Not the, not what she did, but just this ruling. Yeah. I mean, what are your, <clears throat> what are your other opinions on it? Um, like, how do you feel about testing for 
marijuana this day and age where it's legal, do you feel like it could give an athlete an edge or is it just entirely kind of silly uh, to even test for it? I think it's silly, man. It just, these are professional athletes who, you know, what's funny about it too is there's so many athletes that, sorry, there's an ad playing on my thing right now. (laughs) This is a mess. (laughs) There we go. Um, What's funny is a lot of professional athletes that specifically in baseball, a lot of the players like use marijuana. They have been for many years. There's, podcasts um matt barnes former nba player hosts a podcast and he's been very open about his marijuana usage while he Mm -hmm. was playing in the nba um there's been other athletes who have come on that were from the nfl like whatever league they might be in i think it's everywhere and i think at this point especially here in california it's legal medicinal recreational like all forms if you're of age of course yeah. But I think it's dumb to test for it. Like you're mm. putting a stigma, which has been on this thing for so long. And you're, you see all these people who are very successful and very talented at what they do. And you're, you know, prosecuting them for that. And it's like, their character's not changed. Their character hasn't changed at all. Yeah. They're still the same person. They're still amazing at what they do. Why do they need to be, Put out a dis- yeah, yeah. stigmatize, like put it at a disadvantage for doing something with their body that they want to. Yeah. You know, it's like alcohol is more of a, what's the, I'm thinking of a word, but I can't think of it because my brain is Depressive? still recovering from, I don't know. <laughs> recovering Fourth of from July this past weekend. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, man. I don't know. It's just more detrimental to your body, to your mind, like all, mm. everything. So yeah, I think it's stupid that especially for her that this happened just representing her country like there's nba players who are going to be on the nba team or the usc basketball team that i'm sure tested positive but oh yeah they won't get the same treatment that she did which is so dumb Hmm. so well what was also interesting is that like even though i think her ban would have ended before the actual start of like the Olympic relay races and whatnot and USA mm-hmm. still decided to not put her on like the official team, which is probably mainly for like PR reasons, I would assume, which right. is kind of silly, but no, I agree with you. I, I I don't think marijuana has an effect that would make you better. I think it's, I don't know. Cause it's, I think there was something, yeah. Nate Diaz got a uh, hit for having cannabinoids in a system as well in the UFC. And then mm. he got banned but really just like i feel like it's detrimental for you to use in like a sports setting because it like slows your reflexes down i think it more so handicaps you so yeah i don't see like any reason why it should be banned right cuz it's not like it helps I, like yeah. steroids or anything where it like <clears throat> you know helps you be stronger or be able to output more energy for a longer period of time or something of that sort i don't know yeah. i think it's silly i also just i mean it you see the progressiveness of so many states here in the u.s that are allowing it for recreational use and it's like at a federal level why not just make it recreational for all 50 states yeah because then we don't have to deal with this issue then we don't have to you know have the back and forth of oh is it fine is it not fine like you've seen people be successful with it without it like at the end of the day at the end of the day if 
you live in a state where the legal age to buy it, consume it, all of that is 21 years old, like it's uh, hold it to the same standard of alcohol at that point, you yeah. know. I think Which, it's a little bit more difficult though, seeing as like it's a part of the Olympics, so then other countries uh, where marijuana <laughs> has like mm-hmm. a very negative stigma, right? You know, they're not going to want to accept that like our athletes are able to do it freely as they think that it might help them when really like it's not going to enhance their performance. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if it could be like if the U.S. were to just like unban, like, you know, you can freely use marijuana in whatever mm-hmm. sport that you want to pursue in the United States. But I wonder if it'd be a slippery slope uh, to then saying like, okay, why why not steroids and why not like yeah just things that Mm -hmm. are actual performance enhancing just because you could make the debate that like weed might help you or i don't know i don't know i feel like one of the debates to keep weed and legalize it would be to like it helps you recover as mm -hmm. like cbd and whatnot does but then also in a way steroids help you recover and these other performance enhancing things help you recover so no i i totally see where your yeah. where your head is at with that and like i think that's a great question to ask and i think that's why they haven't ventured into that realm of like wanting to accept one thing because it, it's like that saying where you walk up to like a restaurant that's closing or something and you ask oh can you serve me and they're like already closed and it's like no if i do it for you then i have to do it for everyone else yeah. you know that yeah. kind of that kind of idea it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when we'll see a change in it. I don't know if we ever will, even though yeah. like our generations are much more accepting of it. The stigmas between like our age group specifically Gen Z, the stigma of of marijuana has changed so much from what it once was like 50 yeah. years ago. But yeah, I it's one of those things where culturally every country that participates in the Olympics is so much different so you never know how yeah i don't know i don't know i don't think it hmm. do you think that because i think we're both on the same side of weed should be you know totally fine in sports but do you think that like actual performance enhancing drugs like should be allowed and it should be open field because i personally think that it'd be kind of interesting and it happens so much in secret already Mm -hmm. that like why not just make it okay in sports and then like if you want to do it you can do it if you don't want to do it you don't have to do it yeah well i don't know yeah i don't know i i think it'd be crazy to see these athletes who are already insane be even better at what they do yeah than they are right now um and you know you bringing that up reminds me of a thing that's been going on in baseball recently with um all of the like foreign substances that pitchers use and it helps increase whatever exactly and um you know it's always been a known thing but it's finally coming to light and like they're like umpires are finally able to stop players in the middle of a game yeah ask to see their hat their glove like take off your belt like that and if you get caught you're suspended for 10 games but Again, it's one of those things where it's been going on for so long that it's weird now for everyone to be face, facing repercussions yeah. for participating in it. Mm-hmm. it. I mean, everyone was doing it. Yeah. It was just a matter of if you 
sucked too much at cheating or <laughs> if you got caught. So yeah. Which it oh, is it cheating if everyone's doing it, but it's right, like an unwritten rule to not do it. It's like, oh, then it's know? not, man. Because I feel like in sports, you know, like at least probably 50 percent of athletes are juiced up to some oh, yeah. extent for sure. So at a certain something. point, yeah, like why not just even the playing field allow, you know, all athletes access to it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But then I guess comes into play like whether or not that'd be a health risk for athletes because yeah. then they would want to go hard with it, right? Some would probably go crazy with the juicing and... Very yeah. true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, it's a weird... It's a weird thing to think about just accepting like all of these things for i don't know i don't know yeah i think we're we're on the same page about what we think and kind of how we feel about specifically shikari richardson's um situation but yeah yeah they need to chill out olympics come on (laughs) it's like just such a silly situation to think that weed can actually like enhance your performance yeah totally just not they're living in the what the 50s or some shit yeah in the olden days <laughs> but but you know. i mean we live in such crazy times <clears throat> and i guess that kind of leads us into uh, the discussion of nfts because to me it's so weird that you can like pay for this digital piece of artwork and me and tone you're still like not very well versed on no. nfts <laughs> and just cryptocurrency and like the inner workings of how you know nfts just just be i guess yeah how they do be um, no, they do be. but yeah it's like it's just nuts to me because there was like this uh when mf doom died they like sold this it was almost like a virtual reality like mf doom mask for like millions and millions and millions of dollars it's weird to see how art is being like the progression of art selling and whatnot mm-hmm. in a way yeah I mean, <clears throat> NFTs and cryptocurrency, like all of those things kind of go hand in hand with one another. And it's weird yeah. to see not only art evolving into something that we've never seen it evolve into, but also currency like money. You know, we've been able to pay with our credit cards or whatever debit cards like our whole lives. But now we're seeing a currency that we can't physically hold necessarily like. Yeah. It's just in thin air, pretty much. But NFTs are weird. I, I don't really get them. I've seen that they've sold for insane amounts of money, which I think is pretty cool. Like, if you're on the receiving end of of that money, yeah. then nice. Like, you're getting your bag, you're, you're getting your check. But I don't think it's something that has a lasting value. I think it's a, somewhat of a trend right now. And my, I mean don't take my word for it i have no idea what i'm talking about but i think much like we saw with dogecoin for example we saw a insane spike in it but now we've seen an insane drop like we've seen a plateau i think everything's just so volatile that it makes it too unstable for it to be long lasting per se no doubt there's a lot of opportunity in it and if you time it right much like anything else like you can make a quick buck off of it you can make a lot of money you know so. yeah no i agree yeah. man yeah well yeah because there was like this uh when i was looking up some nfts there was like a video 
that I spoke to you about that like sold for millions. And then it was also a video that you could easily just like save to your computer. Uh, like yeah. anyone really could. So then does it maintain its value? Does it lose its value? I don't know. NFTs are just so fucking crazy to me. Like, and I it's think- like if, yeah, if it's a picture, like not even a moving NFT, like just a piece of digital art that yeah. doesn't move at all. It's like, I'll just screenshot my <laughs> laptop screen and then like I own this NFT pretty yeah. much. There's know? gotta be some like, I, think I don't know, slimy, I sleazy stuff going yeah. on behind the scenes since it has to do with crypto and there's yeah. so many different crypto frauds going on. Um, I would assume that there are some like licensing, not licensing, um, obviously ownership of the actual art piece and like being able to use that image for a profit. Like if you're not the one that actually owns it is probably where yeah the value of the NFT comes in. But I don't know. Oh, I'm God, that's going to suck though to have to like watch for so copyrights weird. like yeah. with music and then with pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Obviously the artist should get paid, but yeah. I think that everything's just going to be copyrighted somehow at a certain point in life if we continue, continue down this road. But I mean, NFTs all- might just die out within the next year. So yeah, it's all it is so much so similar to like monetization of everything like everyone's trying to make money somehow some way yeah brand deals shout outs like whatever it might be yeah it, yeah that's weird everyone's just money's everywhere and people are taking advantage of it yeah. in my opinion and in some cases not all yeah. but in some. it kind of reminds me of like there was this youtube scandal i think a uh, man maybe even like five or six years ago now but like this huge channel called the fine brothers mm-hmm. uh, would always do reaction videos. And then they tried to copyright like the phrase react or like <laughs> any, any YouTube titles that had like some form of that phrase in uh-huh. the titles and reaction videos are obviously like still a huge thing. Right. Um, and then they just caught so much flack for it from absolutely everyone. But yeah, it goes yeah. back to what you're saying, which is like everyone's trying to monetize whatever they can right and i'm gonna bring up my favorite podcast the h3 podcast and they a couple years ago as well dealt with a um fair use lawsuit from fuck who is it from i don't know it's from some guy and they reacted to one of his videos in their podcast yeah and it turned into this huge lawsuit but it was a matter of if they were using the video fairly, which they were, they ended up winning the case, but it took them like a year and a half, almost two years to, to deal with the, the entire case. And they spent like hundreds and thousands of dollars, hundreds and thousands of dollars yeah. to uh, basically set the president. Not basically they did set the president. Like that's what their, their case that they had is now used as the, the president for all other fair use cases. Oh. Um, but again, it's like we're getting to a point where these big celebrities are seeing, you know, just some random kid on YouTube or something or on Instagram using their video or their video idea. And they're like bullying them into deleting it, like threatening them with lawsuits. And it's like to 
a 13 year old kid, they're not going to know if they can actually get sued over this or not. They're going to get scared and they're going to be like, okay, I'll delete it, whatever. Yeah. But until you have like someone who can actually fight back and say, no, like this is bullshit. Like I'm using this fairly. You can't tell me to take it down, whatever it might be. Like, I think it's just going to be a cycle until I don't know what has to happen, but it just, it goes back to all the money, dude. I know, man. Yeah. It's wild. Agreed. But yeah. but yeah, well, those were two great topics so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, now we we have two more, and I think this is kind of fun to think about because um, it sort of lets you reflect on life for the past year and a half and kind of what you might want to do in the future, and that is what are your thoughts about life kind of going back to normal post-covid here in california we're very lucky the many of the restrictions have been lifted it honestly feels like life is pretty much going back to normal fully um as far as kind of i'm concerned but what are your thoughts like do you think the timing was right do you think that we're safe now like like how, how are you feeling about it i don't know man i mean i don't know about like what percentage of United States citizens have been like vaccinated to mm-hmm. those who haven't because of like, you know, I know the Delta variant is right. potentially something that could be worse than it is now. Um, but it does really feel, yeah, life feels like it's normal again. And I don't know if it came at the right time, like lifting the mask mandate, but I don't know. That's kind of a tough tough thing i'm still wearing my mask here and there uh today i hung out with some friends and like one of them wore a mask and the rest of us didn't and it it still feels so weird to not wear a mask and i don't know man i don't think that i'll ever go back to a life where i don't wear a mask at some point during my days because people Mm -hmm. are just filthy and honestly (laughs) like yeah like in supermarkets and hospitals and stuff dude i think i'm gonna rock my mask uh no matter what but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It does feel weird to have everything going back to normal just because our lives were on pause for so long. And mm-hmm. like for me personally, I feel like I'm still, it's all just coming back like in for, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, like it's not like a gradual coming back into society. Mm-hmm. It's all just coming at once. So mm-hmm. it's a little scary. But I feel like people don't know how to act anymore, dude. Dude, yeah. I feel like it just have been seeing so much stuff on online and like social media, just a, crazy ass videos of things happening, like hearing crazy shit. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like people just and don't also, know how to be around other people anymore. Dude, yeah. It's crazy. And people just have gotten so bad at driving, too. Because, oh my fucking God, dude. In San Jose, I don't know what happened over the past <laughs> few years when I was in Long Beach. But I'm coming back to the Bay, and there are so many stupid drivers. <laughs> and it's infuriating. But, I'm glad I don't drive up there. I don't get <laughs> I don't get road rage or anything. I just say, just like, what are you doing? That's yeah, good, I'm though. just like, That's come good. on. Yeah, to just let it go. Because in the end, it doesn't really matter, you know? No. But, God, dude. But Yeah, it's it's nice to feel like life is going back to normal, but it is very weird. I, you know, 
I'll have to admit, not I'll have to admit, but I, I feel like I'm at the point now where I have my vaccine. Yeah. I feel comfortable not wearing my mask places. Yeah. And yeah, I, I just hope more people continue to get the vaccine. I think that that's going to be what helps us the most. I don't want to see more people die. Like there is a variant out there. It's still a thing. And much like other viruses, there's shots that some people get every year. There's shots that people don't get. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it does feel like we just jumped straight back into normal life per se. Yeah. Yeah. So my, I guess my worry comes from like, now I feel like now that the world's not on pause, I feel like I'm falling behind Mm -hmm. a little bit because I'm like, you know, shit. Like everyone's, everyone's going back now. Like jobs aren't remote anymore. Um, It's just shit like that that I'm worried about. But also I'd rather not have the world go on pause again because millions of people are dying. So right. I don't know. Yeah. You know what the cool thing is? I feel like a lot of companies have accepted the changes within the workplace that yeah. took that happened over the past year because I I am not like actively looking for jobs, but I get like LinkedIn notifications on my phone. Yeah. And sometimes I just take a look at like the job posting and stuff. But I've been noticing a pretty high amount of jobs that are remote and yeah. Or maybe a hybrid uh, where you go into the office a couple times a week, whatever yeah. it might be. Um, but I think that in some cases, the remote aspect and like work from home type of thing is kind of here to stay. And I mean, it helps companies save money on their end. So yeah. if if they want to do it, I think they'll they'll do it. But I do feel, I do understand where you're coming from of like, it feels like everything is just storming at once as yeah. far as going back to normal or yeah. like feeling like you're being left behind if you're not embracing that normal life that we once had. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's weird. It's a crazy time, dude. But it is. It is. I went yeah. to a Dodger game. When was it? Like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah two weeks ago. And there they don't, require masks if you're vaccinated so mm-hmm. we're sitting in a stadium with like fifty thousand people in it with no masks on and i'm like walking around the stadium and it was really weird but that was my first moment that i feel like i had in a long time where i was like okay life is back to normal you know you don't want to say you don't want to say me cool honestly well all right well i think that's good for that topic if you guys can't notice, we we don't have a script of any of this. Like we came up with four topics that we wanted to talk about and we're going off off the dome. So yeah. last one being actually you described this one. I feel I like the example you brought up earlier pre recording. Okay. And yeah. I think you explained it really well. So So there's well it's basically like YouTubers becoming bigger than celebrities. And I don't know, to me, that's just crazy because basically like I'm from San Jose and this, uh, massive YouTube group called Nelk, which I'm sure many people are familiar with. Um, and basically they just like record videos of like partying and drinking and pranks and whatnot. Um, but they released this like seltzer 
called Happy Dad. And with the release of it into liquor stores, they went around to certain liquor stores and held like meetups in a way. And they came to this random liquor store in San Jose the other day. And basically for a couple hours, like life was, or I don't know, like the entire parking lot was filled to the brim with people. Um, There were people that were like camping out uh, to get some of this happy dad seltzer. Uh, There were like a bunch of sideshows going on. Uh, Sideshows for people that don't know are people drive around an intersection doing donuts in their cars. There have been very bad accidents that have (laughs) happened with these things. But I mean, it it looks pretty cool. They're pretty common in a lot of big cities, but yeah. um, Yeah. Up north, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Northern California. And yeah, and like the cops like were wondering what the fuck was even going on because it all happened so like quickly. But yeah, basically it's it's just crazy because they had mentioned that like there were bigger celebrities like 50 Cent and whatnot that had like released their own alcohols uh, in the past at like these liquor stores and whatnot. And they didn't get nearly the same amount of turnout that these YouTubers are getting. And when they released Happy Dad Seltzer, it was legitimately sold out uh, in the matter of like minutes everywhere because people were camping outside of liquor stores, outside of BevMo's, whatever you guys got, you know. <laughs> um, but it's crazy to see that YouTubers and these internet personalities are becoming so much bigger than really just any celebrity out there. Like who has that die hard of a following besides like bts or something (laughs) don't Um, disrespect uh what is it what are they the uh the hive is that there is that what they're called dude that sounds i don't know i might be gonna get menacing dude (laughs) that's the most menacing name for fans hold on (laughs) dude the hive is a scary name for a fan base and it honestly describes them pretty well because they will uh attack anyone who (laughs) like goes against bts oh my god okay we have to bleep out what i said because i was completely wrong they're the army all right so it still falls in line with how yeah <laughs> how crazy their fucking fans are but um, dude kalen's gonna beat our asses for recording this no <laughs> i mean it's not a bad well it's not a bad thing that they're crazy no, it's not. but we respect it we respect yeah, it we respect it but, god is wild dude yeah how influential that i mean yeah because i I, in recent times i think of like travis scott releasing his um cacti seltzer yeah i remember those sold out super quickly but for a youtuber or like for a youtube group who literally solely puts out videos and like does merch and stuff i mean from when we were growing up to now we've seen the progression i feel like of youtube and youtube celebrity and like fandom just go insane yeah and i mean even for us we studied marketing like they youtube is the future of marketing in my opinion and it's already here i feel like but i think at this point it's just gonna keep progressing until you know it's the new television for the most part yeah which we already see cable dying we already see like streaming services not doing as well as they once were because YouTube is just so popular now. And I mm-hmm. feel like it, I feel like it, it's more relatable than say watching a TV show or something. And I think that's why personally I do enjoy watching 
podcasts or YouTube videos and stuff, I just think that you get to see a more humanistic, like, personal side of people versus, Mm -hmm. you know, them acting all the time, which there are plenty of big YouTube celebrities that vlog or do whatever, and they're acting half, or, like, most of the time and putting on this kind of facade of, oh, I'm this kind of way, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's weird to think about how big YouTube's gotten, how much of an influence it has on, like, so many other industries pretty much yeah so. dude it's it's just so crazy to for me to see how die hard these fans are because yeah i really don't think there's many celebrities out there that have like this loyal loyal of a fan base because i'm sure that still happy dad is a very difficult thing to get your hands on and oh i'm sure it is yeah, yeah. but it'll be so interesting to see how like you like you mentioned the entertainment industry changes and <clears throat> i don't know i'm curious to see where it heads if it's like maybe shorter form content, you know, like TV shows that are 15 minutes long or something mm-hmm. per episode, uh, stuff like that. It's it's yeah. just crazy to see what some of these YouTubers have created and even these TikTok influencers with like the boxing <laughs> matches. I know uh, you love TikTokers. <laughs> Dude, it's I know just you like, love TikTokers. It's nuts, man. Um, yeah. I It's also, yeah. I don't know how... I don't know what the longevity of like this hype or popularity, like, I don't know how long it's going to last either because you think most of Nelk's fans are probably our age or even younger, like high school and stuff as well. And it's like, realistically, when are you going to pretty much grow out of that kind of idea of, Oh, let's go out. Let's full send. Like, let's go party, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it makes you think of like, how can they make that, how can they make their brand lasting versus just we're here for five, 10 years and then Hmm. fall off the face of the earth kind of thing. You know, Well, they already have like great examples like FaZe, right? People grew up Mm -hmm. watching them only play, you know, video games and Call of Duty and whatnot. And now, uh, I mean, there's still giants on YouTube Mm -hmm. and of course they've changed their content. Yeah they've just evolved and they still have that you know core fan base that they had that used to be younger and that are now adults and Mm -hmm. i don't know man like you said youtube is the move you know tiktok seems to be the move as well seeing just how easily people are able to go viral like my friend just had like a tiktok somewhat go big and she had like six thousand likes on it which is Mm -hmm. to me crazy and to see dude I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, cause you see like, wait, sorry. Go for you, it. You, you, okay. You, you. No, you just see like small accounts that get like in, in terms of just views, like hundreds of views from random people. Mm-hmm. So like your content is being so easily spread to just like these random strangers. And mm-hmm. uh, we got to jump on that train <laughs> for real. <laughs> stumbling oh, <God>. through. <laughs> I can't, I don't have a TikTok, and I don't plan on getting one, Yeah. but I've heard it's really funny. And I get sent stuff and it is pretty funny, but it's just like, oh, well, dude, I don't know even, if I can give into it. Like the new Instagram update is going to be, they're going to have more of a, a focus on like shorter form content or like reels. So like videos mm. and stuff as opposed to photos, which honestly really? for, to me fucking sucks because I, I yeah, like I, Instagram. Yeah. Solely as like a photo app and seeing, I agree. yeah, what my close friends are doing and, uh, you know. Yeah, and now everything's turning to video. 
but that's a bummer to hear actually i love instagram and i obviously agree with you the photo aspect of of the app is what initially got me into it and it's what's kept me on it that sucks everything ends up being the same eventually and it's like come on because all these companies have to keep up with each other right so like instagram has to keep up with tiktok somehow Mm -hmm. and they already kind of have something that might i don't think it will uh Mm -hmm. but that's reels right Right. so i don't know but yeah they were just saying that they're going to push down just photos in the feed and prioritize videos that's whack like you said though it sucks yeah yeah it's uh I don't know. Nelk, I'm sure, will evolve much like FaZe did into yeah. something else later down the road, but yeah. it's uh, crazy to see. Yeah. I do wonder, though, what'll be like the next big social media because I've always felt that Instagram is dying out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like within maybe the next year, two years, it'll be, I don't know. I think it's going to lose a lot of its user base. Mm-hmm. But I wonder what the next thing is going to be. I wonder if it'll be solely like a video social media platform or I don't know. I will always stand Instagram and Twitter. I love both of those apps so much. I don't know. I will never get rid of them. I think Twitter's caused so much chaos that (laughs) it's so beautiful to see though. Cause it's like, it went from a place of just no one had, no one cared what, they put on Twitter when I like first got on it, which I mean, now people are, yeah, it's, it was just a much different place, but I go there for like my news and stuff now. And I feel like I find all the good memes on there before they hit like Instagram (laughs) and stuff. So I love it, but Twitter, Twitter has caused lots of issues. Yeah. Like you said though, uh, I don't know if it was you or Kalen, but like having a Twitter, has made you funnier because I feel like I became less funny once I deleted my Twitter like so many years ago. I don't know. Dude, Twitter is a goldmine for jokes. And it's like for other people that have it, if you say a joke and they also have a Twitter and they've seen it, like you have that little bond, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) You got that bond. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. I I love Twitter. It's so funny. Yeah. But well, all right. I guess that's, pretty yeah. good right yeah yeah kaylin we hope we made you proud i we know missed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah i want to hear what feel, your opinions yeah. are it feels weird um not having kaylin here but she is here in spirit yeah. and she will also be here in the flesh slosh through our laptop next week <laughs> yeah. so we have that to look forward to but yeah i i don't have anything else you got yeah. anything no i mean thank you so much for listening this week guys and yeah, if, you know, let's give a let's give a shout out to the listeners. I feel shout like we always just say, guys. yeah, <laughs> we always just say thank you and then close out the episode. Yeah, we do actually mean thank you, and it means a lot to us that you guys still listen. Yeah, and still tell us, you know, you love the episodes, or we made you laugh, or we made you cry. I've had some of those. Yeah, yeah it it means a lot. It keeps. I mean, it helps push me to yeah. keep wanting to do it and all you know obviously seeing you and kaylin every week is a highlight of of my week and stuff but 
it is nice to know that people appreciate the work that we put into this robert you crush it every week with the audio with the editing we literally would not be here without you yeah it it means a lot and i love you guys yeah and yeah yeah so i think that's it we will uh we'll see see you you next week yeah we'll see you next week yeah later peace peace that episode was good but we definitely missed kaylin's uh, extra pizzazz so we're looking forward to having her on back next week i'm still decently confused as to what nfts are and why people invest money into them but hey we hope you enjoyed the episode uh, you can always find us on instagram at stumbling through pod to keep up with updates and if you enjoyed the intro and outro music that was provided by our good friend b You can find him at Shoulderblade with two R's on both SoundCloud and Instagram. So go show him some love and support him if you like the music. With that, thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.